Welcome to Bucks Sportscast. We're your hosts, Alan Stages and Brennan Poirier. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about recent news in baseball and football at all levels. Why, you might ask? Because we both like these sports and we play them. We'll talk with Charlotte Country Day teacher, Logan Smith. Coach Smith is the head coach of our JV football team. He also teaches phys ed at the lower school. I know Coach Smith because he's the assistant coach of the varsity baseball team, so stick around, stay tuned, Bucks Sportscast. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back, everybody. Today we are interviewing Coach Logan Smith, a lower school PE teacher and coach of JV football and varsity baseball at Charlotte Country Day. We have both had experiences with Coach Smith coaching us. Brendan, what are your, your experience like with Coach Smith? Uh, well, moving to Country Day last year. This will be my second year with Coach Smith. Uh, it's been nothing but fun. Practices are always fun while, while still being informative. Uh, he has helped me with everything about my game, lifting, ground balls, hitting. Uh, there's always life at practice when Coach Smith is around. Uh, Owen, I know you had Coach Smith as a coach for JV football as well. Tell me about your experience. Yeah, it's a pretty similar experience. Just an overall motivating guy to be around, and he really gets us going at practice and makes sure we're in the best shape to play. All right, now I, we have a f- I did not pay these guys to say this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I have a few questions for Coach Smith. How long have you been coaching JV football? This is my, let's see, 14th year overall at Country Day. This is my 10th year doing JV football. Nice. Hard to believe. That's why I got all these gray hairs. <laughs> so, uh, with this being the last game of the JV football season, what are some highs so far this year? I think the highs for me, number one, it's, it's been a very resilient group. Obviously, it's been a played some played some really tough opponents early in the year, um, and we really kind of started to play our best football um, as we, we enter the month of October, which is our goal every year, um, to see these guys kind of rally and, and guys that have played out of position or played banged up and just sacrificed themselves for the team has been a very similar to what you guys are going through with the varsity guys, just doing what they can, putting them, the team before themselves has been, has been a highlight for me. And to see the individual growth these guys have had, I think not having a season last year, only playing one game, just getting back to that normalcy and just appreciating every game for what it's worth has been a has been a highlight for me. Yeah, it has been a pretty tough season. No doubt, no doubt. Um, are you guys gonna do like any extra prep for Christian, seeing as it's a big rival? Yeah, I, I think there's always what they do kind of schematically. Uh, there's a couple couple new tweaks that we're gonna put in. A um, couple things in the run game that I think will help us out. Um, I've always got a couple new trick plays up my sleeve, so we're gonna roll one out this week that, that's new, that, that's always fun for the guys. Just keep it light and keep it fun. But yeah, man, at this point, it's just about really going out and kind of playing to your strengths too. And and, and honestly, who's gonna be available to, to go this week and kind of tailoring the game plan around that. But we got a, a few new things up our sleeves and always fun to, to add a new little wrinkle here and there. Yeah, it really is. Uh, I know you're a big fan of Clemson, so what do you think of their performance so far in this college football season? Man, man Owen had to hit me hit me hard <laughs> here at the end. Uh, it's been a it's been a rough season, you know. I think it's it's just goes to show that everybody can have a down year and a rebuilding year. No program is is you know immune from adversity in a tough season. I mean, I think you look at what we're going through football wise now. It hasn't been the easiest year, but you know the way I look at it is. There's always going to be growth from it and stuff to learn from it. Um, so I think Clemson, we've been very spoiled being in the college football playoff. However many of the last, you know, six, seven years, 10 plus winning seasons, 10 years in a row. So, 
yeah, it's been frustrating, but I, th I think it's, uh, you know, we're still pretty fortunate. It makes you appreciate the Deshaun Watsons and the Trevor Lawrences and those guys even more. But, you know, it just goes to show, man, that every program can, can have down years and it's just the ones that get it back going in the right direction, I think, the fastest. But I feel pretty confident in the head coach, but I, I can't lie, these, these games are rough to watch from what you're used to seeing every Saturday. But... Um, we'll see. I'm supposed to go see him play Florida State on Saturday, so maybe we can salvage a salvage a good home win there. So, yeah, that's gonna be a good game. Should be should be fun to watch. Uh, so, tell me about your sports career in high school and collegiate, if you played. Sports career, man, so long ago. Uh, started off, um, grew up, son of a coach, so I was around it a lot. Uh, dad played pro baseball for the Mariners, um, so spent early part of my childhood kind of traveling around with him and then just kind of was playing whatever he was coaching so football basketball baseball um, throughout middle school quickly realized I was a pretty good shooter but not good enough to do anything else in basketball went to Myers Park High School and played football and baseball played quarterback played uh, shortstop and was a right-handed pitcher um, <clears throat> was fortunate enough to get recruited to do both in college um, chose to just play baseball uh, football practice wasn't wasn't all that much fun. <laughs> Friday nights were the best, but football practice, and this is from a quarterback, much less yeah. a lineman like yourself. Uh, so I went to UNC Greensboro, played there for four years, um, and then Coach Hennessy, who I've known for a long time, had a had an opening on his staff, and there was a PE opening here, so I was lucky enough to come back and obviously knew about Country Day. My dad's been at Providence Day for a long time, but um, have been here 14 years and have, have never regretted one second of it. Had a bunch of buddies that played some pro ball, played some independent ball, some had some options and stuff like that, but it was the right move for me and, and one that I don't regret. So now I get to be around it with you guys every day, which <laughs> I still get my fix. So You're listening to the Buck Sports Cast with your hosts, Owen and Brendan. Hi there. I'm Parker Stevens, and I'm a senior here at Charlie Country Day School. Imagine it's a cold Friday night, and you're inside of the Bruton Smith Athletic Center while the Bucks are tied up with three seconds to go left in the game, and our star shooter is up to the free throw line. You look across the gym and watch as a sea of people dressed head to toe in green, white, and black erupt as we make the final free throw and win the game. Unfortunately, there was just one problem. You didn't have any cool clothing to show off your school spirit. Luckily, before the next game, you remembered that a friend told you all about the awesome spirit wear that the Buck Shop on campus has to offer. Anything you would want to wear to show off your Country Day pride can all be found at the Buck Shop, with a wide variety of hats, shirts, jackets, and hoodies. Due to the growing demand of spirit wear, there are constantly new arrivals coming in stock, so make sure to head on by the Buck Shop to pick up some cool new Buccaneer merchandise and show off your school spirit. Mentioning baseball a little bit, you've experienced being a player, um, obviously at some pretty high levels. Uh, tell me your experience um, as a coach and, and how it's different, you know, seeing a different side of the, of, of yeah. the Yeah, yeah, man. It was interesting coming from straight from college, coming from that level, you know, was super intense and and uh, still was very much in that mindset. And, and, and now for me, to me, it's all about how can I impact my guys every single day and make a difference. You know, obviously the wins and losses are – are awesome and it's something that we strive for. <clears throat> for me, it's kind of being more of a transformative person, transformative coach, where it's, 
really being able to make relationships with my guys that are going to last for a lifetime. You know what I mean? And that's something here that I think that we're lucky to do that we're not able to maybe a lot of places it's not the same. You know, I think I think we want to win as much as anybody, but for me it's it's been able to to not get as hung up on the wins and losses. Not that you're any less competitive, but just making sure that you're impacting your guys and trying to develop quality young men first and foremost. So that's the kind of what, what I pride myself on. Hopefully that that is something that you know I think our guys see and it shines through, but that's kind of the most important thing for me. Most definitely, yeah. I agree. Um, this season, are you excited for this season? I what, am. What do you think our strengths will be this year? I am, man. I'm, I'm fired up. It's been, a, it's been a, like you said, a little bit of a, a long fall football season, but I think one that, for me, it's good to get away from baseball and have a break, and, and when I'm in football, I'm all in on football, and so we'll, we'll take, I usually take about a week break just to kind of rest and recover and, and then dive right into baseball, I think. You know, the thing I look forward to the most, we got two of the best, two of the best pitchers in the, in the in our conference. So I think we're going to be building around around two elite arms, yourself and Jacob Vanderhave. And I think uh, we're, we got some good young guys that are going to be filling some roles for us. I think we're going to be more of a pitching and defense type team and manufacture and, and, and kind of create some things with our athleticism. But I think, you know, anytime you got two legitimate arms like we've got, um, and a couple other guys that I know can go in and throw strikes. I think you're always going to build your team there first because good pitching and defense is going to beat anybody. Um, so, yeah, I'm fired up, man. It's, it's going to be a great group. Excited to see what this senior class can can do as far as a leadership standpoint. And, you know, there's some good young talent that, that's, you know, it's going to be exciting to see how they develop too. So, Yeah, I'm, I'm beyond excited for this season. Uh, I completely agree with you, what, what, what you said. Um, I think we'll I think we'll be sneaky good this year. I don't think people are, are, are expecting us to be good this year. I think um, I think we'll win a lot of games we no should. Um, like you said, building around pitching and defense. I, I definitely agree with that. Um, we'll have to focus on you know manufacturing runs different ways. Yep. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm beyond excited for this good. season, um, and I can't wait for uh, all the guys to to step up and um, you know as a senior, um, I, I can't wait to fill that leadership role. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm beyond excited. Awesome. Awesome. Um, in more of a in more of a general sense, just want to talk about some um, some general topics in baseball that have been uh, happening. Obviously, the World Series coming up. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Unfortunately, the Tigers and Cubs aren't involved, but that's okay. <laughs> we'll still be watching. I don't know if the Tigers will be involved anytime <laughs> soon, but uh, we we can we can pray. Um, Astros in the World Series this year. Obviously, not too many people are excited yep. about that. Yep. Um, going back to the Astro uh, Astro scandal, do you think they should have got punished more? You know, it's a being kind of an old school baseball person. There's certain things in the game that are kind of unwritten rules. You don't cheat the game. Um, so yeah, I'm a, I mean, I'm not a big Astros fan. I think it's pretty impressive how they bounce back. I mean, it says a lot about the talent they have on that team, the coaching staff. And how they've managed to, I think Dusty Baker's done a great job. Yeah, I mean it's it's one of those that people are quick to forget when you're winning games. You know what I mean? I think they should have probably had a little bit stricter penalty. I think the biggest, the frustrating thing for me was kind of how out in the open they were about it, and kind of in your face they were, just yeah. with like not even really trying to hide it, and then it was just never really you know taken care of. But you know, it is what it is. They weren't the only ones. I mean, people forget that Alex Cora was part of that deal, too. He's the manager of the Red Sox now. There was a lot of other teams that have 
things have come out that they've been doing it. So, I, you know, again, it's it to point all the blame on them is not fair. Yeah, I would have liked to see maybe is it suspension. I don't know what the answer is, but you know, but they're back in it. I, I would be lying if I said I wasn't pulling for the Braves. I'm not a Braves fan, but they're a likable enough team. I think probably 99% of America is probably pulling yeah, for the Braves. Definitely, yeah. But we'll see. Um, a couple of days ago, we went around the school. We were asking people uh, school about the new NCAA rule allowing collegiate athletes to make money off of um, endorsements. All okay. um, I think it's good because, I mean, colleges like profit off of these athletes like and athletes get used to get no cut of it so i think it's a good policy definitely um i like it personally um i think it's good they don't have like salaries but i think they should be able to like earn money for like what they do and if companies want to endorse them they should be able to get money that way definitely thank you yeah i think this is a, a great rule and i did find it kind of strange before that college athletes weren't exactly getting paid so i'm glad to hear that this opportunity has now arisen what do you think about the NCAA's new policy on uh, paying college athletes, like their endorsements? Um, I think it's a good idea, finally allowing students to make a name for themselves and build their own brand, uh, allowing them to make uh, their own kind of business based on what they do in athletics and furthermore. What do you think about college players getting paid for brand deals and endorsements? I guess it's a good incentive to go to and play college sports and stuff, and they have to pay for college somehow, so it's a good idea. What is your opinion on the new rule uh, allowing collegiate athletes to get paid for brand deals and endorsements? Uh, it's really, I don't think it's a good idea, to be honest, because people are just going to be doing it instead of focusing on the sport that people actually play. They should be doing it just to get money now. So I don't really think it's a good idea. Uh, what do you think about the new rule allowing collegiate athletes uh, to get paid for brand deals and endorsements? I think it's overdue. I think that the uh, NCAA shouldn't really be able to force, or I feel like these players shouldn't be playing for the NCAA and be unable to make any money off of it. What do you think about the new rule uh, that uh, allowing collegiate athletes to get paid uh, for brand deals and endorsements? Um, I think that's really smart because a lot of the, like, especially D1 athletes, like, put in a lot of effort and, like, do so much. And so I feel like getting paid and, like, doing endorsements and all that, like, gives, like, more of an incentive, kind of, to do well. And, like, to, like, work so hard to, like, do your sport because, like, getting there is so hard. And, like, I don't know, I feel like they deserve it because they do so much for, like, their school and, like, put in so much time and effort, like, all year round. It's a, I mean, I think it's a cool opportunity for athletes. Certainly, I I wasn't able to profit off my likeness at UNC Greensboro <laughs> playing baseball, as maybe I would have hoped to. Um, no, it's it's an interesting world. I think it's a, it's something that college coaches are having to adapt and, and work with. You take a guy like you ask about Clemson football, you look at their quarterback, DJ Uangule, like this guy's got all this sponsorship money before the season starts and isn't performing well, right? So is that a is is all that weighing even heavier on these guys now? You know what I mean? I think I think it's it's only right for players to be able to profit off of you take a guy like oh you Clemson take Trevor Lawrence for example you know that guy's the face of college football um, but was never able to profit until he was drafted you know is it, to me it's a situation I'd like to see something where maybe that money goes into a fund and then you collect when you graduate and you receive your diploma you know I think that might be a, an interesting thing to motivate guys to not only come to school to build your brand and to build your identity, but you still need to get that education too. Mm -hmm. You know, that might be something cool to encourage guys, hey, you have X number of years to get it, 
for those guys that get drafted early. But I think, you know, if guys are, are just in it to make money and build their brand and now you're, you know, you're hurting your school's graduation rates and, you know, there's a lot of factors that go in there. But, you know, just some way to, to still encourage people to get their education because I think that is extremely important. But, shoot, the way you guys are, you know, a lot of guys are, are figuring out ways, ways now to market themselves in ways that, you know, they're going to be set for life by doing that, which is which is an interesting thing. And you can't you can't hold kids back from that. So it's interesting, man. I think it's uh, as a, a lot of friends in college coaching, you know, it's something that they're having to balance. It's the reality of the situation. And now that becomes part of how you recruit your players. You know, do I want to go to a school that's going to allow me the resources to build my brand, build my, you know, my mm-hmm. identity or whatever. So it's 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 an interesting time. Um, I think it's it's one that is going to still continue to evolve and change, but it's it's pretty exciting to watch. I mean, shoot, the quarterback from Texas that graduated school early, he's going to Ohio State, he's already got Lord knows how many millions of dollars. Yeah. Hadn't played a snap of college football yet, so it's yeah. crazy. I saw I saw an article, um, Bryce Young, the new, new QB in mm-hmm. Alabama, um, $800,000 in his pocket before taking a fir- his first snap. And it's um, estimated that he'll make another $1 million by the end of his first season. Think about that, $1.8 million, a college freshman, just for name, image, and likeness. So why, and so again, are you, are you gonna make more with that or are you gonna make more with, with your degree, right? Like I right. think it's, I mean, that's the argument, right? Is that these kids are, but I think it, the, the sad thing is, I think it's going to just continue to widen the gap between the haves and the have-nots in college sports, right? Like, if I can go to Alabama, right, why do I want to go? If they're recruiting me and Wake Forest is recruiting me, well, I'm going to have more opportunities at Alabama. I'm going to be in the spotlight more. Well, they're just going to continue to, to widen that gap between the top programs and then the, the bottom ones. But I'd hate to see that happen, but we'll, we'll see how it shakes out. It's too, it's too early to tell, but I think that's – again another reality of this so we'll see I definitely have some more thoughts on it Uh, Owen I want to hear your thoughts on it what do you think about this rule it will affect everyone I think it's a great rule obviously you don't want to widen the gap though because you want there to be competition you don't just want the best teams to keep winning and winning but also I feel like since they weren't getting paid it was a little unfair to them because they build up this brand their likeness and stuff and then they aren't able to profit off of it until they graduate from college. Well, I think the schools are making so much money off of these guys, right? Like how much is Alabama profiting off of Bryce Young or Clemson profited off of Trevor Lawrence or Deshaun Watson or whoever, you're right down the list. So it is only fair that they get a they get a percentage of that. You know, they get, they get some sort of, if a guy wants to work and, and build his brain and put himself out there, then more power to you. I mean, I would have loved to say that I was sponsored by, you know, you name it, Roback's clothing goods, right. you know what I mean? And the right. cool thing is it's it's happening for guys at not just major universities. Now, they're not getting big-time deals, but they're getting free swag and stuff like that, mm-hmm. even as, a, you know, which is kind of cool that those middle-of-the-road, you know, guys are getting, getting an opportunity to, so. Yeah. Um, one thing I saw was uh, kids at Division three schools, um, obviously they don't offer athletic scholarships, mm-hmm. so this gives them a, a separate way to, to pay for their tuition. Yeah, you know? that's, good, it, that's great for it. Yeah, it could, it could separate, you know, being able to pay for college and not being able to yeah. pay for college for some, for some kids. Absolutely. So I think it goes a lot deeper than just um, you know, a, bunch of, a bunch of young kids making a bunch of money for doing nothing. Yeah. 
I think it goes a lot deeper than that, and it can have uh, so many beneficial uh, effects for society in general. Well, I think you're, everybody focuses on football and basketball because those are their, your two most televised sports, right? But, like, the reality is that very few, if any, baseball players are on full-ride full, full ride scholarships, right? So a lot of people are still – and that goes for soccer or – you know, all your, you know, not, I don't mean to say lower tier sports, but you're not, you're not as re- revenue generating sports, right. if you will. Right. So a lot of families are still paying a lot of money or having to get student loans or whatever else. And then you've got, you know, I know people that are still paying off college loans at my age at 35 years old. So, I mean, that's, that's the, the reality for most people other than football or basketball that aren't on full boats. I mean, that's a, that's a great point. Yeah. All right, well, I think that about wraps it up. I want to, uh, we both want to thank you for coming on here, talking, sharing your thoughts. My pleasure. Um, we, uh, we truly appreciate everything you said. Um, and, yeah, um, thank you for coming on. Absolutely. Guys, yep. thanks for having me. This was great. Maybe I'll get the invite back next time. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think you have to bleep anything out, so that's nope. good. I don't think so. Yeah, I think we're good. All right, guys, appreciate it. Thank awesome. you. All right. Thank you for listening to the Buck Sportscast. I'm on stages. And I'm Brennan Poya. A big thank you to Coach Logan Smith for the great interview. Buck Sportscast is a production of the Charlotte Country Day Schools podcasting class of KICK.